0: Letter thirty eight of Letters of John Keats to his Family and Friends, edited by Sidney Colvin. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nemo to George and Thomas Keats, Hampstead, Saturday, February twenty one, eighteen eighteen. My dear brothers i am extremely sorry to have given you so much uneasiness by not writing however you know good news is no news or vice versa i do not like to write a short letter to you or you would have had one long before the weather although boisterous to-day has been very much milder and i think devonshire is not the last place to receive a temperate change i have been abominably idle since you left but have just turned over a new leaf and used as a marker a letter of excuse to an invitation from horace smith the occasion of my writing today is the enclosed letter by postmark from miss w does she expect you in town george i received a letter the other day from hayden in which he says his essays on the elgin marbles are being translated into italian the which he superintends i did not mention that i had seen the british gallery there are some nice things by stark and bathsheba by wilkie which is condemned i could not bear alston's uriel reynolds has been very ill for some time confined to the house and had leeches applied to his chest when i saw him on wednesday he was much the same and he is in the worst place for amendment among the strife of women's tongues In a hot and parched room, I wish he would move to Butler's for a short time. The thrushes and blackbirds have been singing me into an idea that it was spring, and almost that leaves were on the trees, so that black clouds and boisterous winds seem to have mustered and collected in full divan for the purpose of convincing me to the contrary. Taylor says my poem shall be out in a month. I think he will be out before it the thrushes are singing now as if they would speak to the winds because their big brother jack the spring was not far off i am reading voltaire and gibbon although i wrote to reynolds the other day to prove reading of no use i have not seen hunt since i am a good deal with dilke and brown we are very thick they are very kind to me they are well I don't think I could stop in Hampstead but for their neighbourhood. I hear Hazlitt's lectures regularly. His last was on Gray, Collins, Young, etc. And he gave a very fine piece of discriminating criticism on Swift, Voltaire, and Rabelais. I was very disappointed at his treatment of Chaturin. I generally meet with many I know there. Lord Byron's fourth canto is expected out. AND I HEARD SOMEWHERE THAT WALTER SCOTT HAS A NEW POEM IN READINESS. I'M SORRY THAT WORDSWORTH HAS LEFT A BAD IMPRESSION WHEREVER HE VISITED IN TOWN BY HIS EGOTISM, VANITY, AND BIGOTRY. YET, HE IS A GREAT POET, IF NOT A PHILOSOPHER. I HAVE NOT YET READ Shelley's POEM. I DO NOT SUPPOSE YOU HAVE IT YET AT THE TINMOUTH LIBRARIES. THESE DOUBLE LETTERS MUST COME RATHER HEAVY. I hope you have a moderate portion of cash, but don't fret at all if you have not. Lord, I intend to play at cut and run as well as Falstaff, that is to say, before he got so lusty. I remain praying for your health, my dear brothers. Your affectionate brother, John. End of Letter 38